0: Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! I am revved up. I'm really revved up and very excited to share with you today a very special guest calling in from the place where I got my racing license, one of my favorite racetracks in the world, Laguna Seca in California, Barry Tepka. Barry, welcome to Cars Yeah! Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am buckled up and ready to go. All right. We'll have some fun here. Before I dive into the questions and give you a proper introduction, would you do this with me? Uh, share one thing that most people don't know about you. Oh, my. There's so many things, probably. <laughs> well, something family-friendly, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want that version? No, 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 um, no. <laughs> well, you know, actually, yeah, actually, you know, a number of years ago,
1: um, it was not car-related whatsoever, but I was in a celebrity bachelor auction. No kidding. I sat up there with TV anchors, yeah, TV anchors and radio personalities and me. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, I remember these people were talking back and forth, saying, who's your ringer? And she said, oh, that guy over there, and you know, who's your ringer? That young lady over there, and they look at me, who's your ringer? I look out in the audience, and I don't recognize a single <laughs> you person. You don't have one. <laughs> so that, but I don't have a ringer. The process was the musical come up, and you kind of dance around a little bit, and while they bid. Of all the songs that they chose for me, B-52's Love Shack.
0: Love Shack. So I get up there and I prance around
1: and, (laughs) oh, so I cannot listen to that song ever again.
0: No. (laughs) Uh, That's interesting. That must be a little nerve-wracking when that happens. Uh, Well, did it turn out okay?
1: It turned out okay. We raised about... Four hundred dollars for charity, mm-hmm. and uh,
0: you know, I, it was a it
1: was an experience that uh, now the world knows.
0: Well, there you go, absolutely. Well, let me uh, do a proper introduction here, and then we're going to dive into some of the questions I have for you. Barry Tepka is the Director of Marketing and Communications at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. He was Vice President of the track for 10 years and left to become the Director of Marketing and Operations for the New Car Dealers Association in San Diego County, my old hometown, but the track and his passion for racing brought him back to Monterey. He's been a judge at the Amelia Island Concours. Barry was the communications director and OEM liaison at the Los Angeles-Houston Auto Shows. He was also director of public relations and interim sales manager for Automobili Lamborghini USA, orchestrating the worldwide launch of that beautiful Lamborghini Diablo VT. We'll be back in just a minute to talk with Barry about his life a little bit. First, a word from our sponsors that make this show happen. Give them a little listen. Give them a little love. Give them a little business. And I'll keep coming to you every day here on Cars Yeah. Keep your seatbelt on. We're at the track. Did you know the most damaging thing to your vehicle's interior is the sun? Those harsh UV rays damage your interior over time. They crack your dash. They fade the colors. And the heat makes getting into your favorite ride downright unbearable. My friends at Covercraft have the perfect solution for you. Their sunscreens are easy to use. They take seconds to install and remove and protect your vehicle while parked in the sun. They fold up easily and store away for those times you don't wanna use your car cover. I have one for every one of my vehicle's and you should too. They come in a variety of colors and options featuring an accordion design that makes unfolding and folding them a breeze. Want to give a gift that keeps on giving? Buy a Covercraft sunscreen for your family members and friends. They'll thank you for it every time they park their vehicle. They're custom made to fit almost any vehicle. Check out Covercraft.com for a huge number of styles, colors, and and, options. and here's something special from me here at Cars yeah, just for you. Use the code YEAH120 at checkout at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. Go to Covercraft.com and use the code YEAH120 at checkout and you get 10% off. You can thank me later. Covercraft, they've got you covered. I found a new way to protect my vehicle. American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collectibles of automobilia and automotive collectibles? If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool automotive collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting us automotive enthusiasts since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI, yeah, that's 866-224-9324 and protect the ones you love. I did american collectors insurance classic car and collectible insurance designed by collectors for collectors just like you and me all right we are back and as we continue on this wild journey we call your life i would love for you to share a success quote in a mantra some kind of saying that means something to you it's a nice way to get the wheel spinning here on cars yeah we're at the track so barry grab the wheel
1: (laughs) well thank you mark I guess one of the, one of my mantras really is just you know the golden rule and and uh you know treat people obviously with compassion and how you want to be treated yeah. and I think that works in personal and business reasons, but recently when I was at uh, amelia island concord we were they were honoring uh, Roger Pensky yes, and on the business side of what things that he really looks at, his personal uh, uh planning is prepare, anticipate, and execute mm. and I wrote that down thinking. You know, if that's good enough for Roger Penske, I yeah. think I need to write that down. <laughs> I have a, I have a sticky note on my desk with with those three words of you know, really in preparation. of. You, know, you have to be prepared to do what you're doing, going to do and then learn from it.
0: Yeah. Roger Penske, what a guy. Well, and you got to go to one of the last concours of the year. Uh, lucky you. I wasn't able to attend this year, and that was kind of the end of everything, the way it went on. And I want you to talk about Laguna Seca Raceway, the things that's going on there. But first and foremost, uh, you've been healthy and okay and all your friends and family and coworkers okay with this pandemic?
1: Yeah, we've been very fortunate. Um, you know, the Monterey area has been has been pretty low on things, mm-hmm. uh, we, you know, high in the agricultural district, but the track is open. We opened up on June 1st for uh, track rentals under a very strict COVID-19 protocols that our, everyone's adhering to. Yep. Our campgrounds are reopened. Uh, we, we are now going to be hosting some racing coming up here, uh, but it's just a different environment, but we are safe. We survived two major fires that were just across the street, oh, I know. all of Carmel and the River Fire so two weekends ago we were very very smoky and it was just miserable we actually served as an evacuation center uh for a number of people uh but clean air we monterey marine layer is back and uh yeah we, we're back on track so to speak
0: well i'm so happy yeah i was watching uh, your facebook feed and and looking at what was going on down there and all of us of course uh, back in the month of august would have been down there this would have been my 31st year of going to the historic races and pebble beach and all the different great car shows i'm like oh my gosh this is is horrible. The things that California has to deal with every year with the fires—it just seems to be never ending.
1: Yeah, it was a few, a number of years ago when the Big Sur fire was going on. It was happening just during the pre-reunion yes. and reunion weekends, and you know the ash was falling around the you know the paddock and things like that. And and um, you know, we were fortunate to carry that off. But obviously, with the COVID this year, Monterey Classic Car Week, uh, it just. It couldn't, could not happen. And we, we felt terrible about it, but we did sneak in a driver appreciation weekend uh, and had about 180 cars out on track. Yeah. And everyone followed the, those protocols and, you know, a little sense of, a little slice of normalcy.
0: Yeah, I uh, had some friends that were down there participating in that. It looked like a lot of fun. It was great that you were able to do that and so forth. So let's talk a little bit about what's upcoming with Laguna Seca. Obviously, this year is a bit of a wash, although you guys are doing some events and things, and hopefully we'll be over with this sometime soon, I hope. (laughs) We're all getting a lot tired of everything that's going on. So tell us a little bit about Laguna Seca, your involvement there. What gets you excited about jumping out of bed? Obviously, it got you to come back from beautiful San Diego and uh realign with the track I think it's fantastic so uh tell us everything about Laguna Seca Raceway.
1: Once you're here it kind of grabs your heart you know the motorsports world gets into your blood and makes such good friends that um you know I came back after seven months in San Diego I had a marvelous time down there I had a wonderful job worked with some great people but the, the 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 call of Laguna Seca and the Monterey area uh, was just so great that um, I felt maybe I could help out in, in the cultural changes that were underway here.
0: Yeah. Can you touch on that a little bit for people? Because, I mean, big changes going on with the track. I mean, the, the old scramp Group gone, new management. I mean, big changes
1: yeah you know Scramp was here you know from the from the very beginning in nineteen fifty seven and as a concessionaire, and times change you know certain certain events would lose great sums of money that uh you know you can't recover from mm-hmm. and the Monterey county, which owns the facility and actually tried to help Scramp out three years ago by buying all the assets to help them get out of the debt and pay off loans uh, you know it was just one thing leads to another, and, and it just didn't work out. And Monterey County said, we need to run this as a business, and they put it out to, to bid a few times. And A&D Narigi Consulting won the bid, granted no prior racetrack experience, and but he, he retained a number of people that were Former Scram employees brought me back, and we have a number of people who have come back as well since that time. You know, like I said, it, you know, this area gets into your 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 veins, yes. and you want to make it work. Yeah. And, and you know, we're we're making great strides. You know, we were we were doing well, and then COVID hit. And um, but it really needs to be. This is a this is a business, and uh, it, it's not just motorsports. It's a whole recreation area. 300 and 400 campsites. I know. It's beautiful. You know, so we we have to make, you know, it has to make money. And, you know, in in the investment in the infrastructure, there was a lot of deferred maintenance or or just not maintained at all. So, you know, things are starting to happen. And maybe this in the, in in light of this COVID situation, you know, the campgrounds are improving because we are able to get our track and parks maintenance, people really diving in and painting buildings, refurbishing areas and and things of that sort that, that while we have Had the time to do this. Fortunately, also is that you know, right after the IndyCar race, which unfortunately was canceled, which would be happening in two weeks. Actually, Mm -hmm. um, we had track repaving scheduled, so we had six weeks of downtime. Now, with when COVID hit, canceled the track repaving and moved all those track renters into that time and moved the series around. And I have to say, all the renters and everybody in the series have been so accommodating and understanding that that we are in all this. All this together—it's yeah. not just a California thing. That you know, people are are helping out and moving their schedules around to be able to get on track and to help people out. And so maybe there's a little bit of a better understanding. But um, we're anxious for 2020 to be over. No kidding. But first up, we've got <laughs> yeah. the uh, yeah. all of us are <laughs> first up. We have Ferrari Challenge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, I've got my can of locust spray just in case. Yeah, that for the
0: frogs and the blood from the sky and the yeah, the locusts and yeah, whatever yeah. else is coming. Yeah, our yeah way. exactly. Yeah, the murder hornets. Yeah, (laughs) I've seen a few of those flying by my window. I have to duck when they go by, or or I yell, pull, and I shoot them out of the sky.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, of course that's happening. (laughs) Yeah, of course. But we have Ferrari Challenge coming up, and um, Ferrari Challenge, and then Moto America, uh, and then obviously an IMSA race coming up that uh, we'll be having. That'll be on NBC um, Network or NBC Sports. So there's a lot of things that are happening. Unfortunately, because of the the COVID and the state of California's uh, requirements, we're not going to be open to spectators so you know it'd be a closed paddock uh campgrounds will be open so you know the campgrounds will probably be probably be full of
0: i would of, think uh, so. people, but yeah
1: you know the safety precautions that we have to take mm-hmm. and sure. like i said earlier the you know the track renters are following the protocols and and um you know we're doing everything that we possibly can to keep people health and safe and but you know we're we're busy planning um you know, no, 2021 no. is my highest priority, especially for the Rolex Monterey Motorsports reunion in August and yeah. putting that schedule together and and uh, making things happen so that you know, we can come out in 21 and just make a difference and show people who we are and what we do.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, none of us can hold our breath long enough to wait for that to happen. I mean, we're just, uh, yeah, it's a challenge for sure. But I'm I'm happy to hear that. I mean, I cannot imagine. I think about your new management. I think about Roger Penske buying the 8500 and then this hits. It's like, what? I mean,
1: how much more can you
0: throw at me? But, uh, you know, if you have great people, great resolve and a a great attitude uh, makes a world of difference. And that's what we all have to have right now is a great attitude and work around this and work together and find ways to just make things work. Because when the government mandates stuff, I mean, you got to do it. And you want to be safe, safe. And so that's what you've done. So I'm so happy to hear all that. Well, you know, I almost feel silly asking this next question, but I do ask everybody is a challenge or a failure question, something that you faced in your life. Obviously this year, we've already talked about all of it, right? <laughs> what
1: are you talking about? We're talking about everyday, everyday behavior for Every me. Every <laughs>
0: day, 2020. Yeah. So maybe we go back in time, but I'd, I'd like you to share a challenge in your life, uh, something that kind of sets you back. And the reason I ask this is more about how you dealt with it and of course, that really valuable lesson that took you forward. So maybe walk us through one of those times in your life, if you would, Barry.
1: You know, a major one that, that hit a number of years ago when I had my own business, mm-hmm. uh, VL Communications Group, and handled a number of clients, and you know, we were growing every year, and things were looking good, and, and um, I was going through a divorce, oh, and all the numbers right. on my books every year was was up and up and up, and yeah. I thought that I could handle it and I you know I emerged out of it just fine but when I was doing the financials I looked why were we down on the net profit why were we down on certain things and I became distracted and it caused problems in morale it caused problems in the business and with my clients and it really taught me that outside influences really have an effect on you even when you're in the middle of it and you think you're just fine a lot of times you're not you have to listen to people and it was it was a good learning experience for me of of paying attention to the details and and helping separate what is going on that's a negative and and try to remain positive in what you do yeah it, it was a, it was a it was an eye-opening experience when i looked at the at the financials i mean that told the the story right there of I took my eye off the ball. I didn't pay attention to the business, even though I thought I was doing it.
0: The numbers never lie. Would you say that going through, and I'm sorry you went through that difficult situation. I have many guests who've had to deal with divorce and all the things that that brings to your life and distractions, of course, from business and everything else. Would you say to somebody looking back that might be going through that now is to surround yourself with a group of close confidants that you can talk with on a regular basis that can help you see things in a different light? Would that be one way that could have helped you get through that situation?
1: Absolutely. And, and I don't think it's, it's you know, psychiatrists or psychologists, mm-hmm. but friends or associate business folks yeah. that um, – that understand the business side of things and understand your personality and be able to, you know, talk to them Mm -hmm. and say, this is what I'm feeling. And they, oh no, you gosh, you're, you're doing the opposite, you know, let, and, and, but listen to them, not just hear them, but you have to listen to them. And sometimes I was not listening. You know, I would hear what people say, but, hearing and listening are two different things
0: boy that's for sure yeah listening is a very very important skill well i appreciate you sharing that with me obviously you've come out fine things are great in your life today we're going to take a short break and when we come back i want to dive into your personal passion for cars and racing because that song of the sirens the cars that pulled you back to monterey was very very strong for you so sit tight keep your seatbelts on like i said we're at the track today having a lot of fun laguna seca about to go down the corkscrew so hold on we'll be right back So what do you do after running a race team for 27 years? With over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans, Racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, founded Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series. These are four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, Precision, engineering, science, wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends, titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today I'm going to tell you about Apex. It's a rich and complex blend of Cabernet Sauvignon, Syrah, and Cabernet Franc. This blend is a showcase of perfection and hits the Apex with its full-bodied smooth finish. An added, very cool option is the Label. It's a multidimensional rumble strip apex, reminiscent of Turn 4 at Laguna Seca. The Racing Series is a spectacular gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARsYAH, all one word in all caps, at checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of the wines from the Racing Series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. Use the code CARsYAH at checkout for $10 off your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. Go to adoberoadwines.com today and use the code CARSYEAH. <laughs> Cheers! Let's step away from the conversation and talk about our charity of choice here at Ya, yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture Across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto related events, car shows, and drives. Among these nonprofits is Tech Force Foundation, a great organization dedicated to solving the technician shortage that threatens the transportation industry today. By providing career development resources and increasing awareness and enthusiasm for the tech profession, TechForce is bringing bright young students into the auto, diesel, aviation, marine, motorcycle, motorsports, and restoration worlds. To date, they've awarded more than $10 million in scholarships and grants to tech students. And in times like these, I don't have to tell you how essential those techs are. Keeping our delivery and emergency vehicles running and keeping America rolling. To learn more about TechForce or to make a donation to this cause, visit www.techforce.org. You'll be glad you did. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got two hundred. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code CARSYA, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine... Use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH and you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right, $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yow for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. All right, we're back, and uh, I would love for you to share a story that instigated this personal passion you have for cars and racing. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were indeed a car guy? Good question, because I, wasn't, I was
1: not a car guy for a while. But when I, when I think back quickly, I remember as a, as a kid sitting on my granddad's lap and steering while he did the, the, the pedals. Mm-hmm. It was 60, I think it was a 64 Coupe DeVille. You know, oh. with the fins and, yeah. you know, driving around and, and my granddad always had the latest cars every year and, you know, Camaro SS's and things like that. And that kind of got me that passion, which then later when got me, you know, got me in a little bit of trouble when I had a paper route <laughs> yeah. and I would take out my mom's uh, Mustang oh. uh, before I would fold the papers. So I would take the keys and kind of quietly out and I was like 11 years old, 12 years old, around the neighborhood, oh having a little God. bit of fun. <laughs> and um, I, I remember a song that came on the radio because I, I pulled in to make a U-turn and the car stalled and it wouldn't start up again.
0: Uh-oh.
1: I'm thinking, oh my gosh, am I in trouble? And it finally started up. But the song on the radio was I Can See Clearly Now. Oh. And I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> so every time I hear that song, flashback to a kid driving my mom's red Mustang illegally. Yeah, <laughs> I can see
0: clearly now what I should not be doing. The great Jimmy Cliff. <laughs> right, exactly.
1: It didn't stop me for later years. <laughs>
0: no, well, I was thinking the other song that could have come on was uh, Bad Boy, Bad Boy, What You Gonna Do When They Come For You. <laughs> that, that music from Cops. Yeah, there you go. That would have been yeah, a good one. Yeah.
1: That, would have come, that would have come on now, for sure. Yeah, f- now it
0: would, yeah. What was your first really special vehicle in your life, Barry?
1: Um, it would have to be my first car. It was, a 19, it was, it was my grandfather's car after he passed. Uh, 1970 Monte Carlo. And it was kind of a, a, you know, wolf in sheep's clothing. I would pull up to Camaros and Transams and you know, would rub the engine and I'd blow them off the line. <laughs> but it was a car that I could play with. I could open up the hood and... and um, change out the carburetors, and, and I was starting to become a grease monkey a little bit. Yeah. You know, worked at a Chevron gas station, pumping gas and, you know, changing oil. And, and we had a, in high school, we had a club called the Rec Club, which appropriately was named. And um, I remember puncturing the oil pan and then having to replace that. And, and uh, but that was kind of, that was really the first car that got me going. well so then when I joined Lamborghini... My daily driver was a uh, Diablo VT.
0: Your daily driver? Oh my gosh. They gave
1: me a uh, they gave me a car. I'd put about two thousand kilometers on it and oh, then geez. rotate it out. So, oh man, uh, I remember the first time I lived in at the end of a cul de sac, and and all you know, your neighbors, I, people said, "You work, yeah, you work for Lamborghini, right?" Yeah, no, they didn't believe me.
0: <laughs> or a drug dealer.
1: <laughs> well, that's exactly what happened. I pulled up, and the very first time I had a, a red diablo and i came down and it was like five thirty, so people were out in front playing with their kids it was a beautiful afternoon and i pull up in front of my house at the end of the cul-de-sac and get out and you know, you just hear the murmurs like yeah. okay he's either telling the truth yeah. or he just did a big deal <laughs> and uh but yeah we had we had reliable transports coming down they'd drop off some cars and take mine away and and uh, that was a fun car it was an everyday drivable car that um yeah, just had a, a terrific time with it.
0: Oh my gosh, that's crazy! Now going back to the Monte Carlo, you know that was kind of a muscle car in uh, sheep's clothing a little bit. Now do you recall those all had V 8s but But you recall whether you had the three hundred and fifty or the four hundred and fifty four or the four hundred or the four
1: hundred and two? I had the, the four hundred and fifty four four barrel, Whoa. four barrel, and Grandpa uh, was a that's cool why dude. it was. Yeah, that's uh, I. Remember my high school buddies, you know, and yeah, had are camaros and stuff, and yeah you know, they they liked the sound of it, and then i then i got um, I got a little bit wild before I sold the car, put glass packs on it, oh yeah, to make it really make it really sound, yeah, you know trouble, yeah, yeah, but it was a great car, I'd put stereo systems in it and and things like that, that's when you could really work on cars sure. and uh but it it moved no it kidding. really did no it was a kidding. great car. And I'd, yeah, we would love to have that back someday. Yeah. Maybe I'll find it. Although that car did cause me trouble, I, one day I, I was you know, at home, the doorbell rang. I answer it, and there's these two gentlemen in, in suit and tie. Uh-huh. They said, are you Barry Tepke? And I said, yes. Can we talk to you? We're the FBI. Apparently, someone had seen that car or license plate in San Francisco during the SLA uh, Patty Hearst. Era, Uh-oh. and they had to go check it out to yeah. see if I was involved with Patty Hearst the kidnapping. Oh. Yeah, because they we, you know, where were you yesterday at five p.m.? Like, well, I was right here. Right, <laughs> but had the had the FBI come knocking on my door because of that car?
0: What were you? Why were you driving a kid, a car a Mustang an eleven year old kid? We finally caught up with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was a car guy, a car guy, car kid guy, um, a car kid. Yeah, I, wow. I uh,
1: enjoyed. Yeah, the freedom, I enjoyed the yeah. I guess the open road. Yep. I still, you know, Monterey here on a Saturday morning I'll go wash my car and then I'll be driving around for an hour just on the country roads. Just I I, I like to drive yeah. and uh I start. I started at a young age.
0: Well, you live in a great place. Very for it. young age. Very, yeah, very <laughs> young age for sure. Well, I'm going to get into your skull a little bit here, Barry. If if you woke up tomorrow and you were a, a vehicle, manifest as a vehicle. Now, this isn't what you want to be. This is you thinking about yourself as a vehicle. Your attributes, your personality, all of that. What would Barry be?
1: <laughs> I should say a Sherman tank, but <laughs>
0: I'm not going to say that. Um, a,
1: a car that i just absolutely it stops me in my tracks every time mm-hmm. is the old BMW 507.
0: Oh, beautiful. Yeah.
1: That just is the sleek lines, it's understated uh fast I'm not going to say elegant, but the car is elegant. Well, I uh, just it's always, you know, and i I'm, I'm a german and, and i just kind of have a you know that particular you know the 507 just just is such a great looking car uh as opposed to me and that's why <laughs> that's why we're that's oh, why we're doing on. this remotely and on you're the phone you're underselling <laughs> yourself here Barry you're a handsome
0: guy i'm telling everybody right now
1: it's just a sedate car but it, it had it had the raw power and just you know a personality to it yeah, i
0: guess yeah yeah it's a great car and of course uh i think Elvis had one of those right
1: i think yeah i think so
0: yeah actually. white one it was on the line yeah. of pebble one, one year i remember so uh yeah somebody actually Kissed the fender, I believe, at Pebble. There were some lipstick marks on the fender. Some some lady who loves Elvis, I guess. So, uh, yeah, kind of crazy. Well, okay. Yeah, okay. First car ever kissed at Pebble, I guess. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. All right, Barry. <laughs> be we're, new, yeah. There'll be a new
1: award for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, the best kiss award. So, Barry, we're up to uh, what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off some questions, get some really quick blips of that 507 throttle from you. So, here we go. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes in life?
1: Uh, I guess trying to keep keep integrity, uh, be honest with people, and um, uh, kind of going back to the golden rule, do, do what's right. And not only what's right for other people, but do what's right for yourself and for your business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. How about if I could arrange for you okay. to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, or racing industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Well, you know,
1: I, I grew up in the, in the theater world for my parents, so I enjoyed the creativity. And I've enjoyed meeting so many car designers, um, you know, Shiro Nakamura, Frank Stephenson, Chris Bangle, and you know, all these folks I, I'm you know, fairly good friends with. So for me, I think the, it would go back to the early days, maybe Harley Earl. You know, really, the American, the start of American design, and he changed things so so much that he influenced the shape of what would become some of the all-time classics, uh, sheet metal, and just what what happened during that time period of that that created that impetus and 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 took it away from the German, took it away from the Italian style. How how did that all start? I would love to love to be in that creative process because I just love that the creativity that is involved in car design and, and interior, exterior, the whole bit.
0: That'd be fascinating. How about the best automotive advice someone else has ever offered to you that you found very valuable?
1: I would have to say drive it hard and fast. <laughs> <laughs> of
0: course. Maybe, and,
1: and maybe that's appropriate for being at uh, here at Laguna Seca. <laughs> of course.
0: I think it's perfect. Now, when it comes to resources, is there a go-to for you, something that you find yourself always going back to? Oh. Uh, there's a there's a couple of
1: websites that I go, you know, that I reference, um, you know, talking about results and, and the historical nature of it, um, but nothing in particular that, that uh, jumps to mind.
0: What are, what are those websites? Of a, of a resource. Those would be a great resource. Oh, gosh.
1: I, I, I knew you were going to ask me yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> now you can't remember the name. Uh, <laughs> and <yeah. laughs> and now, I'm, now I'm blanking on it. No problem. Uh, but no it, problem. it covers all the racetracks, uh, the history of racetracks, uh, all the results. Boy, I'm drawing a complete blank. It's kind of like, ask, ask me my phone number, and I'll say speed dial three. Yeah, speed
0: dial three. <laughs> well, what will do is I'll have Barry uh, email me those, because once he gets off, he can look them up. And so you listeners can go to his show notes page, and you can find these great resources that, uh, and, you know, it's kind of funny. We all have those go-tos, and sometimes you even forget where they are, what URL is. But I'll make sure I put them on his show notes page. You just go to the Cars yeah website, type in Barry. Now, Barry's in the process of, you know, his last name is spelled very uniquely. It's T-O-E-P-K. I've been saying it wrong forever. He just said Tepke. Tep- He's changing it kind of to Tepka, the German pronunciation, right? So is that the way you want everyone to introduce, uh, say hello to you from now on? Tepka? Uh, how about just Barry? Barry. There you go. <laughs> much <We won't>, easier. <laughs> much yeah, easier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've only had a few uh, Berries on the show. I think Barry McGuire is one of the only other ones. So it'll be easy to find the two apart for sure.
1: Barry, Barry McGuire is like. Barry McGuire is a great man.
0: Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy? You know, a friend of mine just
1: gave it to me because it turned her on into the, the car world. Uh-huh. And uh, she's a fantastic photographer, Shelby Nick. And she gave me Kevin Nelson's um, uh, Wheels of Change, which wow. is about the California automobile culture. And it takes you a journey of how did California become so... Car crazy and and the journey of certain people. It's a fascinating read. I, it's um it's a big book, no pictures. as mm-hmm. when I told her I said, "Oh, you're giving me a book with no pictures." Yeah, yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> but it's a, it, but it is. It, it chronicles the upcoming automobile in California and how we all became, as Barry McGuire would say, car crazy. Car crazy.
0: Perfect. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Barry's. Tepki, Topka, Tipki, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to call him, just call him Barry. My new name for him is Tepka. Uh, but uh, at any rate, you'll find your show notes page on the Karjai yeah website with links to that book. Great place on the Karjai yeah website called Guest Recommended Books, where there's over 1,650 books listed there, including Wheels of Change. All right, Barry, we are up to the checkered flag. And this last question. It can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car to drive around the hills of Laguna Seca in California and up and down the coast. But there's a few rules to my game. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with or go racing. It's got to be a keeper. It's got to tick all the boxes. That means it's got to be a great driver, something you love to look at, something you'd really love to own, the car you would pick when you walk out to your garage on a Saturday morning to go for a drive. What can I buy Barry Tepka today? Well, is it a street car or is it a race car? Well, it depends. It's what got to. What a, would that got, be? I, I think for you, you would want both because you know you want to go driving in the hills. You don't want to be restricted just to the track. So it could be combination. You know, we're talking two fifty short wheelbase yeah. GTO. I mean, those are just a few I'll throw out there. But since I'm writing a check, maybe you could pick some a little less expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you go next, right? <laughs> you, no, no, I won't be. I won't cheap out yeah. on you. No.
1: Okay. Uh, Well, my my first reaction of a race car that always stops me is the Porsche 91730. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's history and everything like that. But if I had a car that did dual purpose, I would probably pick, um, I'd go way back. Mm -hmm. I'd go to a 1936 Alpha 8C 2900. (laughs) No, Mille Miglia. The lines on that are very simple, but just one of those cars that you kind of stop and look at and want to start looking at the details. So, if I had a dual-purpose car, I would go for that Alpha. That no Alpha Eight C.
0: Kidding! Wow, well, you you're about up in the category nosebleed category of GTO. I mean, that's the Alpha of Alphas, pretty much. So uh, beautiful. beautiful. Well, I, I, I spent yeah, yeah.
1: I, I spent uh, a full day uh, most recently doing a road and track cover shoot out here. Now that it, now that it is out on on, on the stands mm-hmm. with uh, Ferrari two hundred mm, and fifty GTO, and and what was so neat about that is the 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 owners caretaker of the car is peter miles from the ford versus ferrari ken miles son so spending a day with peter just chatting about not only the 250 gto but just cars and just life in general was just and that that was a pinch me moment of yes what did i do today wow yeah that was special
0: yeah put that in the diary uh, when you get home at night you know what's interesting is i've had when i asked that question about who would you like to have a meal or a drink with Recently, a lot more people have said the word, uh, the name Ken Miles, and I'm sure it's because of the movie, but Ken Miles is one of those, I won't say forgotten figure, but really, you know, he, he was kind of in the background, but he was such a dominant person, and the fact that you don't hear his name a whole lot, uh, not like a Carol Shelby, of course, or anything, but... I think it's great. So what a fun day to spend with him. But an Alphomero H C. oh my gosh, you're going to have fun in that. I'll, it might take me a little while to <laughs> find one of those, so sit tight. But
1: I'll, I was going uh, <laughs> to say, what, what, which, when should I put that on my calendar for delivery? You, you
0: don't put it quite yet. It may take me a little while. i got to save a few more pennies here, but... Uh, Uh, I'm I'm working. I'm working for you. So, uh. (laughs) well, Barry, I can't tell you how excited I am to have been able to get you on the show and get to spend some time with you. I finally tracked you down. Really enjoyed learning more about you. I want to thank you for sharing with us today. Before I let you go, though, would you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off? Down the corkscrew in that thirty-six alpha H C C twenty-nine hundred.
1: <laughs> uh, I guess you know, just have fun. You have to, you know, enjoy what you do, and and that's what really brought me back to. I had to leave Monterey and leave WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca uh, to go to San Diego to come back to really appreciate what I have here, the people that I work with, and I needed I needed to get away uh, mm-hmm. for my 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 soul and body. It, I was on four different board of directors here in Monterey and all of a sudden I woke up one morning thinking, what am I doing with my life? And am I having any fun anymore? I said, no, I'm not. And that's what took me down to San Diego, but I'm having a blast because I enjoy what I do. I love the people I'm working with because they're dedicated and they enjoy what they're doing. And, you know, we're, we're, we're providing entertainment and experiences to everybody who steps foot into our facility and want to grow that and just keep it going, but enjoy what you do.
0: You guys are doing a great job. Now, other than the uh, website for you guys, which I'll put up, everybody can find, you just have to type in Raceway Laguna Seca, it'll pop right up. Are there any other ways that people can keep up with you?
1: Uh, Through um, our Facebook, our social media platforms on Laguna Seca, and then obviously the WeatherTechRaceway.com website. And and, uh, we, we, stay pretty visible, and uh, we want people to come in and enjoy, and not only come out for the races, but bring the families, go picnicking and campgrounds and all that stuff. So um, we're a full recreation area and just in a beautiful area that overlooks the racetrack or the coastline, and just it's it's beautiful up here. So come come and enjoy.
0: Yes, if you've never been, you got to go. And, of course, Monterey Historic's uh, awesome, awesome event. I mean, get up and close, personal with the cars. The drivers. It, there's nothing like it. It's the best in the world. I want to do a shout out to my good friend, Cindy Sisson. I call her the super connector for reconnecting me with Barry. I know she was at the track during that private event day during uh, prehistorics, I guess the old fashioned name for it. Um, she said, okay, I got Barry ready for you. So she always brings me the great people and shout out to her. She's a great person, great friend. Barry, thanks for being so generous today with your time your expertise, and for sharing your life's experiences with me. This has been great. Until you and I talk again, and I see you at Laguna Seca, I'll see you down the road.
1: Excellent. Thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund?